0: On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning.
1: Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here as we are coming close to the end of another year. How wonderful is that? Well, in 2017, as it approaches and and we're on the downhill for sure, I wonder if you're like me. You sit there and you kind of look like, hmm, what did I think about this year? Was it a good year? Did I get everything done that I wanted to do? Did I achieve all of the things that I wanted to do this year? What made this year good? Was it a year of successes or learning experiences? Well, today, my guests and I will be discussing the topic of handling transitions of, of years with a positive outcome, even if the year really didn't play out as we kind of hoped it would be. So I'm going to introduce our two guests to you now. And these are awesome women. I've known them for since I was working with Jack Canfield. That's how we all met. We were in his program. And so, you know, they were all accomplished women. Now, Mary Hurst is the first I'm going to talk about. And she has developed her life to research and applications of the very best transformational practices that deliver results. Mary's life and the lives of those she coaches are testament of the fact that what she teaches works. Mary enjoys what she likes to call a pinch-me life, which is the direct result of living by design and not by default. Mary is a certified life mastery consultant, a dream builder coach, and an instructor of the success principles. Now, Mary has also authored a book. It's called Just Minutes to Victory, a step-by-step guide to living victoriously in your crazy, busy world. <laughs> in addition to her speaking, teaching, and coaching for organizations, groups, and individuals, Mary is also the CEO of her Minneapolis based marketing company, which began its roots in 1984. So, welcome, Mary. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you. And now I'd like to introduce Pat Gross. Patricia Gross, as some call her, but I only know her as Pat. Pat is the founder of Leadership Matters, a a company that coaches teachers on how to find wellness in the classroom and beyond. She practiced law for 20 years before going to work in a school district. And I'm sure that was because she was now a mother. She is a certified coach supporting people who are seeking a more satisfying life. Welcome, Pat. Thank you. Glad to be a part of this discussion today. Can we call you Pat instead of Patricia? You certainly can call me Pat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) So anyway, I'm really great to have us all gathering today so that we can discuss something that I think we all experience as we go through our lives, how we make the transition of a new year. How do you all personally, and working with clients, how do you um, describe a successful year? For you, probably. Let's just do for you. Mary, would you like to start us off?
2: Uh, absolutely. Thank you. It's a great question mm-hmm. and a perfect time of the year to be discussing this.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, I always go according to how I feel. And I may have not accomplished everything I set out to do, but I know that I did move forward in the past year in many ways. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've been doing for many years is I make an asset list at the end of each year. And that Mm. enables me to see how much I have to be thankful for and what I did. And it's easy for me to create this list because I have a tool that makes it effortless for me to grab that information. And it's a tool that I've been using for more than seven years now. I call them monthly victory pages. Ah. And, the, and it, the victory pages are included in my book, Just Minutes to Victory. And there's mm-hmm. one page for each month. And so throughout the year, I'm constantly recognizing my wins and posting them to my victory pages. Sometimes uh, I might do it a couple of days a week. Uh, I post mm-hmm. to them. Sometimes it's daily. It depends. But this is an important process because... How many times do we celebrate victories in our life? You know yeah, sure. and they go and they, we, they they come and they go, and we don 't express any fanfare about them. so when mm-hmm. we acknowledge and celebrate our wins we 're expressing gratitude for them and and when we do this, we get more wins to be grateful for, and the mm-hmm. wins can be larger, they can be small just putting putting the energy into recognizing and appreciating them is
1: powerful and just the whole process of doing that. Yields remarkable results. Yeah. It's got to do a lot for just keeping your energy level up and and being satisfied and really joyful that you've accomplished what you have each week and each month. That's a great thing to do. Pat, how do you look at success each year?
4: Well... Thankfully, I have Mary's journal, so it helps me. <laughs> me to keep on track. But, yeah. you know, first of all, I've learned to be kind to myself. And by that, I mean I recognize that I'm on a journey. So... Mm-hmm. Success doesn't mean that I've accomplished every single goal that I wrote down on January 1st of the year before. Mm-hmm. Instead, I look to see, have I changed any of my habits? Um, I look to see, were there parts of the goals that I set that I achieved? Mm-hmm. I look to see if um, I've learned to say no to others and yes to myself more so that I have changed how much time I'm spending on creating and reaching my goals
3: mm-hmm.
4: and I like that I, I, yeah and I think the last thing I do is I remember to not just look back to January of the year but maybe look back two years or five years and that's when you can really see how you've changed
1: hmm. That's true. That's very yeah. That's a good one, isn't it? Well, for those listening out there, there's some people that may set goals every year, or perhaps you've not set any goals or achievements. Let's, if we don't want to, we don't want to use a different name. If you want to change it from goals to achievements every year, or whatever make whatever you understand as a mark of growth. Through the year. So, most people, I won't say all, but most people with tremendous success in their life do set some part of goal setting or they use achievements each year. So, when you all work with a client, do you stress goal setting in your coaching? Patricia, you want to start with that? Pat?
4: Certainly I do because the goal setting is really another way of creating focus for yourself. Mm -hmm. And without that focus, you know, you can get up every single day and say, oh, (laughs) what am I doing today? Mm -hmm. But it's also a way of really declaring to yourself, to your family that was with you, to the universe, to everyone, that this is what I want. And and the more that you declare it and work towards it, the more certain it is going to happen
1: for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Mary, do you have anything to add to this?
2: Yeah. I, you know, I, I heard one of my my mentors tell me years ago, you're, you're, you're like a ship without a sail, if mm-hmm. you do set goals. And when the wind comes, it's going to blow, and where it's going to take you is 99% of the time not where you want to go. So it's so important that we do set those goals, and it's all about living by design and not by default. Unfortunately, it's too many people live by default, and
3: mm-hmm. they think
2: that they're victims. They they're victims of what comes their way, and they don't understand. And it's because we weren't taught, but they don't understand that they have a lot more power than. And they think, and by setting these goals, it it, it gives you a, a map. So I'm a certified dream builder coach and a life master consultant as as well as instructor Jack's principles uh, mm-hmm. that all three of us teach, but uh, the coaching style is based on a vision driven focus mm-hmm. to get your best results from coming from the end product of your vision rather than working toward the achievement of goals. And even though we were all taught to believe that achievement of goals is the correct way to accomplish your desires, it's actually a backwards process that is laborious. It's frustrating. It often leads to giving up if you're not a disciplined person. Mm-hmm. But when you come from the end product, from your vision, you got to paint a picture in your mind's eye of what you want. Because our mind thinks in pictures. Mm-hmm. So if, if I would tell you, don't if I were told you, don't think about your left eye, where did your attention go? <laughs> and your left eye, of course, mm-hmm. because you can't help but bring up that image of what was presented to you. So the what? more vivid you create your picture, like Pat, Pat was talking about, of what you desire, the greater your rate of success. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you, you create that vision, uh, and I can talk about that more later, but you create that vision, but you also have to go and visit that, those images daily.
1: Right. Right. Well, we're going to break for a short break. We're going to break for a short break. We'll be back where we can talk more about the process of goals, establishing goals for you every year. Goals are rudders to help you move through your life, through your year, and keep you on course. So when we come back, we will be talking more about goals. And if you have questions about your goals... Um, You can ask them to us directly today, but we'll tell you how you can get hold of us as the program comes to a close. So we'll be back shortly to talk more about the importance of goals.
0: Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break.
6: was growing up in Wisconsin, no matter how frigid it was outside, my Uncle Bob never seemed to get cold. He would come in from the snow wearing a t-shirt and remark how fresh it was outside. Then again, folks from Wisconsin are a pretty hearty bunch. As America's official dairy state, the cows have been known to give ice cream instead of milk when the temperatures drop. What's a word for a giant snowball that is formed by rolling a smaller one through a field of snow? Hug him a dog. Megla is an old Scots word meaning to trudge laboriously through the snow. And mufflements is an old Lancashire word for thick, warm, insulating clothes and gloves. Don't forget that you shouldn't try and send text messages if you're standing out in the cold. It can lead to typothermia.
3: It's
6: I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
0: Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author, and coach, Joyce Buford.
1: We are talking today with Mary Hurst and with Pat Gross. And we're um, old-time buddies, but we're all coaches. We've worked with people in helping them create the lives they want to live. Um, Pat primarily does her coaching, and she has the focus of the classroom, helping teachers transition and develop their lives, as well as she does do one-on-one coaching with individuals. Mary also works with individuals, and with groups, as well as speaking and running a a CEO of a Minneapolis-based marketing company. So we're very busy women. But anyway, they were gracious enough to come on to talk about goals because they feel goals make a difference in their life. Now, I have to really share this, ladies. You know, sometimes I set a goal, and I don't make that goal. And so, how does one recover and not get down in the dumps about not achieving a goal? So, who would, Mary, will you want to take this question?
2: Oh, sure. You know, I've, I really believe in focusing on what's good, shining a light of awareness on the positive, not the negative. Mm-hmm. So if, if you focus on what you didn't accomplish that is what you're going to get more of. So why park your thoughts there? It's like the law of attraction. You're like a magnet. So you know, if, the more you, you, if, you know, I've known some people who dig holes and jump right in.
3: You know,
2: mm-hmm. I love to tell. I love to tell this one story to bring home this point, and it's, it's about a, a little Indian boy who was coming of age, and he had to go out and survive into the woods on his own for a period of time. He was getting very nervous about doing that. And mm-hmm. he went to the Indian chief and he said, I, I'm afraid I'm going to fail and I'll have to come home early. And, and the Indian chief said to the little boy, he says, you will be successful. And he looked, he looked at the Indian chief. He says, what do you mean I'm going to be successful? How do you know? And he says, that will be, that's easy. Imagine the white dog is your faith and the black dog is your fear. It is mm-hmm. the dog that you feed that will survive. So it's like what are we what are we feeding? Are we feeding mm-hmm. our accomplishments? Even the smallest ones. Are we gonna build mm-hmm. our foundation on that? Or are mm-hmm. we gonna wallow in our in our, our our fear and our doubt and all the negative emotions that just constantly hold
1: us back from our mm. so. Well, okay, let me ask you this question then. If I have on my goal list that I want to buy a car, and we even say be specific, and if we say we want a certain kind of car, a black Mustang or whatever it could be of your desire, what if we're not able to do that that year? Then how could we twist that into the positive so that we come out thinking of the positive? Okay. Well, a lot of times we grab hold of what we want. So you mm-hmm. might have a sp- specific
2: car in mind. Mm-hmm. Maybe the maybe the universe has something better than that car for you. Even that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. One, one of if you if you uh, what practice did you do to immerse yourself in the feeling uh, and the desire of having that car? Did mm-hmm. you imagine yourself getting in it and driving it? Did you make room for that car? Um or did you just make a wish and then, you know, let it go?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I guess I would, I guess I would assess uh, what practices you put towards that goal, but it's always important to hold the door open to allowing something bigger and better to come your way. Maybe it wasn't time for that car to come mm-hmm. to you at, at that, at that particular year. So mm-hmm. Hold the door open and allow
1: something, something else to come your way. When mm. Yeah, yeah. I I like that. It does leave the door open to giving yourself a little grace, a little permission that um, maybe there was it wasn't the right time. But anyway, Pat, do you have anything to add to this? Well, in thinking about what Mary just said, mm-hmm. you can
4: look at your goal mm-hmm. and ask yourself, you know, be reflective about what went on over the year so that you see what occurred maybe or what stopped you, what were your challenges, and, you know, also noticing, all right, well, probably if you wanted a new car, you had to get some more money, and so, you know, do you have this money set aside, some amount that was greater than what you had, year before, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, did you take some steps, is there some progress, and maybe thinking about, because usually if you're thinking about why you did not achieve your goal, you're also ready to reset goals, so did you create steps that were so big that it would be impossible in your life? With the, with the way that you live to achieve them in one year. So, mm-hmm. you know, remembering there's a balance in life.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So you can't have ten steps that you're taking every morning between nine and ten.
3: You know? mm-hmm.
4: It just doesn't right. work. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I've want, I want to meditate in the morning and then I want to exercise and then I want to do all of these things. Well, I've learned, you know what? If you want to do that, maybe you have to exercise after lunch, or maybe you have to you know meditate before you go to sleep. You have to be open to ways to change and create new habits to get you to your goals.
1: Mhm, so I hear making achievable goals would be one of the things we need to keep in Absolutely. mind when deciding on the goals and then of course, when the goal doesn't work out, looking at Why? It didn't work out. What could I have done differently? And I like the way Mary brought in that maybe the timing is important, too. It can always be the time that we think it should achieve. Maybe it needs the next year, and it's a positive thing to move forward, right? mm -hmm, Absolutely. One of the other (laughs) things, too, that
2: I, I was thinking about you, be grateful for the, if you don't have a car at all, be grateful mm-hmm. for any, transport, any, any transportation that you have. You know, mm. express gratitude for what you have in your life now. Or if you've got a, a car that you don't like, but it still takes you from point A to point B, be grateful that you have access to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we, if we show appreciation for what is, then the universe recognizes that we're grateful and it will, it will bless us with more.
0: But if mm-hmm. you're just going to
2: get in that car every day and just have resentment towards that car, that's resistance. And when you have resistance, then whatever it is you want, that's going to loot you.
1: Yeah. And we I'm always grateful for Uber. You know, we've always got <laughs> yeah. Uber. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just grateful to be able to have a young person standing around me that can help me go through the process on my phone when I need an Uber. <laughs> and they're so wonderful in helping everybody is I've never had somebody turn me down so that's pretty awesome (laughs) so young people out there I love you I love you I love you so you know when we're talking about goals and we're there we're trying to create um, a year next year that we really want to live and I like to divide my year. It's not just one big goal, but I sort of divide my year into the different characteristics of my personality, family, financial, career. How do you all uh, guide somebody to build their goal plan? Do you have also sort of different areas that you work with? Um, Mary, would you like to address that? Sure. Uh, I have a I have a
2: process as a, uh, it, it's it's creating a vision, but mm-hmm. just addressing those areas that weren't reached previously. Let it go and begin a new. You know, start start with creating your vision. And, and you talk about the different areas. There are four quadrants that I coach in. and one of them is health. It's relationships. Mm-hmm. It's vocation, and it's your time, money, freedom. So you know it's important to create a crystal clear picture of what you want to manifest over those next 12 months. Now maybe your health is really good, but you're you've got trouble in relationships so you want to concentrate a little bit more effort in that area. But it's important to and I have a dow- a downloadable gift for everybody that will help them with this. And oh yeah, it's important it's important to create that clear crystal clear picture and and to immerse yourself in i call them mini meditation movies they're like little vignettes so like mm-hmm. i i i have one in particular it's my dream home i, lo- I live in a <laughs> lovely home uh, in, mm-hmm. here in wisconsin and i i appreciate my home every day but is it my dream home no so i walk through my dream home every day i am bringing groceries in and setting them on the kitchen table on the kitchen counter, I mm-hmm. imagine myself, you know, cooking or having holidays around the big table. I know how many people it can accommodate, you know, my whole family. So it's important mm-hmm. to immerse ourselves into the that end product that that you know I like to say five sensorize your vision. Mm-hmm. And, You know, so it's important to have have these visions in our mind in these different areas in these different quadrants. Mm-hmm. And to to really go there on a regular basis. It's fun. It, mm-hmm. Creating, creating these little vignettes is fun. And it's like taking a mini vacation when you go there. And it's so important because we're, 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 we're planting seeds in the subconscious of our mind. And, yeah. And that's so, that's so important because our subconscious mind can't decipher right from wrong, good from bad. It can only take what we feed it and make it our reality. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's such an important process.
1: Mm-hmm. That's got visualizing that and all the joy that that must bring you to be in that your dream home. And it's got to have a lot of energy around it, I would think, mm. and make you really feel excited about that. Yeah, new home. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of fun. It's a lot. Yeah. Of fun. yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, Pat, do you divide yours? your goal setting as well into that into different areas or how do you address that and i we just have a brief time so you may need to do it a little bit here and a little bit after the break
4: well i would just say i use the same general areas but i think coming from looking at things from an education perspective i try to let my clients know that we all learn differently we Mm -hmm. all relate to things differently so some people want to have one big goal that they work on for the year some want to focus each month on a different goal some want to focus on four goals at a time It's what you're comfortable with you try it and see what works for you great
1: that was perfect pat (laughs)
3: <laughs> before a <laughs> <our> break
1: <laughs> so I think the important thing that we've, we've learned is that by we all create our goals a little bit different, they adapt to us in our lifestyle and yet they are important guides in developing the life we want now we are going to take that break now and be back shortly
0: Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. It's words never
3: heard.
6: Did you ever wonder about the origin of Murphy's Law? You know the maxim that if anything can go wrong, it will. Murphy's Law was named after Captain Edward A. Murphy, an engineer working at Edwards Air Force Base in 1949. Captain Murphy was working on a project designed to measure how much sudden deceleration a human could stand in a crash. After discovering a transducer constructed for the experiment was wired wrong, Murphy squabashed the technician responsible by exclaiming, If there's any way to do it wrong, you will find it. In other words, circumvent mistakes and miscobobbles before they happen. Aerospace manufacturers began quoting Murphy's Law to their engineers, and soon it became an eponym. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for
4: Words.
0: Welcome back to this segment of Second Wave. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author, and coach, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome back. We are visiting today with Mary Hirsch and Pat Gross. Now, Pat particularly works with coaching teachers, and her company is Leadership Matters. Now, Pat, before we went to break, we talked just a little bit about the the goal setting, but how do you work differently? Is working with teachers and supporting them different than working in the business world? Do you find that? Well, what their needs are different, I think.
4: What I, I think is particular about teachers is that they're working in an environment where most teachers feel completely unappreciated and very alone.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, strangely enough, the school environment usually does not encourage cooperation. It usually sets people up as being in competition with each other. Mm-hmm. So. The thing that's specific for me about working with teachers is always trying to create a sense of community for them by helping them to reach out to others in their school or, you know, in um, the greater education field and also to really focus more, a lot of their energy, on their successes and on understanding who they are and why they've chosen to go into education.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, did you go into education and working with teachers? Because I'm, I'm assuming, and shame on me if I'm wrong. But um, about the time did you go into education support because of your son? I mean, was that what drew you into the, the schoolroom? Or
4: well, I, I think that I've always loved. Education. I've always mm-hmm. seen it as being important and practicing law. I did a lot of family law, mm-hmm. and I found um, when the opportunity came for me to work in a school district, I found it to be really exciting and rewarding and meaningful, and I, I feel mm-hmm. that teachers are doing important, meaningful work. So mm-hmm. that's what really drew me to want to support them in that important work
1: so how do they create their goals for the year when they're not really they are to some degree in control of it but they're also controlled by the education system so how do you encourage them to build their goals each year there
4: well I think that what's important for a teacher is to recognize that success is what they control. So it's not whether the students do well. It's not whether the principal gives them a good report or not. It's Mm -hmm. I have them focus on what are the characteristics of a good teacher, what they believe those characteristics are, and then how are they going through their day and incorporating those characteristics. So, Mm -hmm. for instance, if they feel that a good teacher is prepared, then one of their goals is to be prepared Mm -hmm. each week with lessons and other things that make them feel prepared. So Mm -hmm. that's how you help them focus on doing their job and setting their goals.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, I still want us to look a little bit more at the – When the year is over and we haven't achieved everything that we want, how do we reincorporate in the next year? Do we take the old goal and move it over to the new? Do we reshape it? Do we minimize it, increase it? What would you uh, recommend be done, Mary?
2: Well, Evaluate your goals. Maybe, maybe, there were, maybe they're wrong. You know, one of the things that we do uh, in the Dream Builder program is we, we t- put the goals through a test. Like, does it, mm-hmm. is it aligned with your core values? You know, some, some goals are not in alignment with that, and they, that, there is a resistance, there's a struggle there. And, mm-hmm. you know, then, then there's no flow. And, and sometimes our goals are not, or maybe they're too big or they're not big enough. Um, do you need a higher power to help you with those goals? And do, do, do your goals help others? You know, those are mm-hmm. important to, to look at when you're setting goals. I know one, I know money, everybody always wants more money. So one of the things that I tell <laughs> my clients when they're setting financial goals is, you know, you want to have something big enough that you know you need help with it, but it's not so outlandish. You can comprehend. So I always tell them: start with doubling your income. Just, Mm -hmm. just start there. And once you, once you've doubled your income, then, then reach for a higher goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would, I would not take an old goal. I would,
1: I would kind of look at it, sit back, and give it a fresh look. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always those people. um, I know you've worked with it that they have. Come from a minimum base, three thousand, five thousand a year, maybe ten thousand a year, and they their goal. And you say, okay, write down what do you want to have next year. And there will be somebody in the group that says, I want to make a million dollars next year. And you know, oh my goodness, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, it's a gradual thing and it's a growing thing. Doesn't mean it can't be one day, but it doesn't mm-hmm. happen overnight. So putting important. some realism into goal yeah. setting is pretty important, I would think. Yeah. Now, Mary, you have brought with you are um, offering to our listeners what we call a giveaway. And so would you like to talk about that?
2: All right. It's a little excerpt from my book. So my book, Just Minutes to Victory, I remember, I don't know if you girls remember this one, Jack. We were studying with Jack Canfield and he how he wrote his first book. His professor told him, if you can't find a book on the shelf, it, the, it means that you were meant to write it. And that's how Jack mm. wrote his book. Well, mm. I've been studying transformations since I got out of college, so I'm 61. I've been at it for a long time, and I have gathered <laughs> up many, many lessons, some good, some bad. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to create... Um, I wanted a good gratitude journal is what I wanted and there were not not any good ones out there, but I wanted it to be more than a gratitude journal so I mm-hmm. gathered up some of the best lessons that you know produce the the greatest results and I put it into my book so the victory pages are part of part of my book and so what I'm giving everyone if they want it it's free is there's twelve victory pages um, one for each month and then there's instructions on how to use them so it guides you to create your goals for 2018 and then break them down like there's a spot on these victory pages for i call it derived from five you want to do you want to accomplish five things each month and that's what you're going to focus on just those five things and so the victory pages enables you to put those five things down and then there's check mark if you did if you didn't you move it to the next month but then also to celebrate the victories along the way
3: Mm-hmm. and to acknowledge
2: them
1: on these Victory Pages. Mm. And that's what, that's what the free gift is. Great tool. Where would people find your book if they wanted to buy a copy?
2: They can get it at livepresently.com. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. That's the name of the company, the company, and they can get it online there.
1: Very good. Can you get? Can you buy it on your website? Right they can They can purchase it on the website. Oh, okay, so you out there may want to think about getting a copy of Mary's book and start using it as your tool to implement goals and achievements and to move forward in your life. Sounds like a good book. <laughs>
4: Joyce, I what? want to say that I use the book, and it is a good book. <laughs>
1: ah and it,
4: it really does bring everything together that you Mm -hmm. need on one page so you don't have to make your own journal you don't have to sit down and think each day what am I supposed to be doing it's right Mm -hmm. there for you and I think one thing that Mary has not mentioned is that each day when you're writing down what you're committing to do for that day the tasks the next Mm -hmm. day you have to say whether you did them or not Uh So, Mm -hmm. so sometimes you run and do them before you get yeah. to do the book for the day, yeah. just so you can check. Yes, 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 yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, well, you're,
2: I'm you're your own accountability buddy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mary, I'm definitely going to sign up for that book. So uh, you'll be seeing my name pass through your pages somewhere, for sure. Wow. <laughs> wonderful thank you i've been using
2: the book for over seven years it's a powerful little tool it really is it it, you know it's all about changing your paradigms if you don't Mm -hmm. change your habits you're you're just going to continue being in a struggle mode and Mm -hmm. it's a great great little tool to to guide you to changing your habits i i mean my life doesn't resemble what it used to i i I, and i don't even think twice about the things i do now i just i just live a, a different a, a different life i live the a, a life by design i like that like i said that pinch me lifestyle it mm-hmm. didn't just happen it, it was it was created deliberately
1: mhm now Every year, some people like to pick a word that they like to be their word for the year, but I wanted to sort of throw out at you what would be the quality that you would like to be working on next year in developing and to develop, to aid you in creating a good year. Uh, Pat, you want to start with that?
4: Commitment. (laughs) <laughs> I think that um, it's not just coming up with the idea of what I want to do but really committing to do the tools and to do to use the tools and do the tasks and take the steps and create the momentum and follow through to get what I want and those things are all simple to do when things are going easily mm-hmm. but it's doing it when there's a little bump on the road.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: So that's why I think the difference between, for me, for this year, is to follow through with my commitments.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes we get up and we just don't want to do it. There's not any reason. We just don't feel like doing it. So following through with that commitment, is there a game you play with yourself or some way that you try to trick yourself into staying and moving forward, or can you just simply say, I committed, so I'm going to do it?
4: I've... Well, if you saw me walking around New York City talking to myself, that's part of saying, you can do it. Come on, just do it. Because I I think it's it's really just, as you said, reminding yourself that this is a choice Mm -hmm. that I've made to take these steps to get what I want. It's my choice. And there's no one stopping me. But me. So, if I want these things, I have to just keep working at it every day, Mm -hmm.
1: taking steps. Mm Mhm. It's pretty human, I think, don't you? We all have those areas that we find a little more challenging than other ones. Um, So, just accept it as the human part of ourselves and move on through it. Mary, do you have um, a goal or a quality? that you're thinking of to develop next year? Oh, dear. Hold that thought, thought, Mary. We only have 30 seconds, and we're going to go to break. And then when we come back, you can share with with us about your quality for next year.
0: Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close
5: your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose Passion and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747.
6: Recently, while my family was skiing in Colorado, we were greeted by a red fox that darted out of the trees. This beautiful animal with his big bushy tail just stood in the snow and stared right at us. Maybe he smelled all the loverwort we had in our pockets. Loverwort is another word for junk and snack food. Typically, a red fox eats scrub and woodland, but this one appeared to have had his share of hamburgers and hot dogs from the chalet grill. Foxes are similar to dogs, except they are not pack animals. The female fox, or vixen, typically gives birth to a litter of 2 to 12 pups. When they are young, they all live together as a family, known as a leash of foxes. Once grown, the young foxes leave the burrow and go out to live on their own. It's
3: Marching
6: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
0: Welcome back to this segment of Second Word. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author, and coach, Joyce Buford.
1: We're talking today with two fabulous coaches. They work individually. They work as groups. And they are creators of... um, Mary has created a book called Just Minutes to Victory, a step-by-step guide to living victoriously in your crazy busy world. My other guest, Pat, works with teachers, a very important part of our system, helping them maneuver the, the politics of schools, maybe, or just helping them feel not as isolated and a very important part of delivering a service to our young people. So, Mary, could you, I sort of threw this on them, and they're doing beautifully, but I asked them if they could share with us a quality that they want to develop in the new year. So, Pat, shared, and now, Mary, would you please share with us?
2: Well, to pay attention to what shows up and take action with it, to 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 stay in the game, and, you know, we always think that we got to wait till we do it perfectly. Do it weekly. <clears throat> Do it weekly. We've got to start somewhere. You know, everybody started somewhere doing it weekly. So to always do that. But for the listeners, I think one of the most important qualities they can develop, in, in, and I've already developed it and I will stay in, in alignment with it, is to live in gratitude. Gratitude is the single most powerful of all attitudes that will yield the greatest results and get you the most rapid results. And it's just, it's it's such something that's so simple. And one of the easiest ways to live in gratitude is to live presently, because when you live presently, then all those gifts start showing up that were always there, but now mm-hmm. you're recognizing them. Mm-hmm. And it, it is just the most powerful quality that anyone can develop to get immense results rapidly.
1: hmm Mm-hmm. Um, would you share, please, how they how the listeners can one get your book and on your website and um, Facebook or any other information that they can get to you if they have a question?
2: Surely, my email is mary at livepresently com, and livepresently is the website, and that is where they can acquire a copy of the book and. Please, if anyone ever has any questions about about it, they can just contact me on my email and I'd be happy to get back to them. Okay. It's,
1: it's, it's a great tool to start the new year. Yeah, sounds like it would be. Pat, can you tell us about how to get hold of you?
4: Well, the easiest way is to search teacherwellnessonline.com. That is... The the link to our Facebook and to our Instagram and uh, to the website of LeadershipMattersNY.com.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, on break, these two ladies were saying, Joyce, what's your quality? And so I'm going to share my quality <laughs> to develop in the new year. I am uh, working on developing my meditation skills. I, yes, I've been a coach and yes, I think I've been meditating, but I've also learned through, um, um, Abraham Hicks of a way of meditating, sitting very quietly. I've always meditated with music and sometimes my busy mind goes along with the music because I love music. (laughs) So I really want to develop the uh, skill and the quality of being able to sit quietly For 20 minutes. And see what my body speaks to me. See how my body speaks to me. So that's what I'm going to be developing in the new year. And I'm excited about it. So there, girls, I shared that with you and with the audience.
4: Sounds valuable.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, One of the tools that I have found very successful is the vision board. Where we actually put our Dreams for the New Year, in picture form, on a board. Cut out the pictures from magazines, uh, get them off the Internet, however you want to do that. But you actually sit down and make visuals so that your brain can, and Mary shared an example, a story with us earlier about the brain going immediately to pictures and that is one of the tools that people swear by is the most successful they create this dream board with pictures and words and and its dreams for the next year and they can actually see the results of the of that vision board do you all have any stories about your vision boards mary Hey, or, yeah. Actually, I
2: love. I would love to share this one about my daughter, who, who had just graduated from college with a journalism degree, and she wanted to get into the fashion industry. And I told her, I said, "Create a vision board." And so she did, and she she put on there, "I want to work at a fashion magazine." And within 48 hours, she had opportunity and uh, to shadow editors at Harper's Bazaar in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And we went that fall in October and they actually offered her an internship. So oh my she goodness. got the job. I mean, she didn't take it, but I mean, mm-hmm. she could never, she could never have, have thought that up herself. Mm-hmm. You know, the universe mm-hmm. brought it to her in a way that it manifested itself within 48 hours. And that job, that, um, she put that on her resume and she now <laughs> worked for a very, successful pr firm in downtown minneapolis and i know that that helped
1: oh i love stories like that i do have a story too i want to share this kind of relates today's to today's show um when i was creating a vision board um i I sing, and so I wanted to sing more. I wanted to develop my singing voice. And so I had clipped out this picture of Oprah, and she was handing a microphone to somebody in the picture. You know, I mean, it was like it was coming out of the picture toward the viewer. Does that make sense? And so the funniest thing was that microphone was a radio microphone. It wasn't a singing. You know how you sing with one of those portable mics that you should hold in your hand? This was one that sat on the desk, and it was so interesting. And now that I look back, having known that I've been fortunate to have this radio show and podcast, I I go back to thinking, wow was that that seed that i planted visually without really even knowing i was planting the radio seed i thought i was planting a singing seed <laughs> but i kind of like it i thought wow this oh, I is love it. good i love it that's a great story <laughs> yes yeah, so well pat what are we thinking about as far as 2018 it's right around the corner and I think it's going to be a great year.
4: Absolutely. You know, if I'm thinking about the different tools that you're talking about and that Mary is talking about, and certainly a vision board is so impactful and so important. But, you know, the funny thing is, one of the tools that is really makes a difference, I think has made a difference for the three of us, is being coached most (laughs) people think particularly women think they have to do it all themselves have to know how to do it and have to do it all Mm -hmm. themselves and usually you don't get far Mm -hmm. I I think that nothing has changed my life more than either being part of a coaching group or having some individual coaching at a time I think Mm -hmm. it really allows you to focus to understand yourself take the take certain steps and to to move forward at a much faster speed. So you don't have to commit to go to coaching for 10 years. Sometimes it just takes a few weeks and it can really change your life. So I, I throw that out as something for people
1: to look at. Mhm. I like the idea of community. Um uh, certainly since going into this coaching, being inspired on my own journey, and then deciding that was the area I'd like to work in, it's brought a whole new community to me. And I enjoy hanging out with my community. So Pat is my accountability partner. We actually talk every day, um, and except weekends. And so it's a growing tool to help us stay on track, move forward. In addition, we built a great friendship with this. Mary, do you do you like to create community? And you you and I know Pat work a lot together.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's all about getting back to the coach and how important that is, Pat. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we have, doctors are our coaches for our health pastors are coaches for our religion you know we got the sports coaches my business I started this business in 1984 it did not grow it grew I mean it tripled its revenues in Mm -hmm. one year and I know it was because I started working I mean granted I acquired a second business but I when I acquired that second business I got a coach and a Mm -hmm. business coach and up until that time, I had been running that business all by myself and there was nobody holding me accountable. So if I wanted to put something, you know, off, I could, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I was so busy working in the business, not on the business until I got a coach. I really did not soar and mm-hmm. the company is doing very well after like 35 years. So <laughs> coaching is, is this and, and That's personally. That's awesome so important it's our life you know mm-hmm. it's going to dictate the quality of our life Yeah, we can't possibly know everything and so that's why I think coaching is, is very important
1: yeah well it has been a pleasure having you ladies discuss goals and achievements and moving through evaluating our lives how we move positively from one year to the next year the importance of creating values so that we have them the following year to sort of add to our qualities of growth. Then there are tools that we use, such as the vision board, that also can help in the importance of using a coach. And you two are fine examples of great coaches. So I have so enjoyed having you on this show so we could talk about 2018. It's coming. <laughs> Yes it is. It is with all of its fun and excitement. So I so appreciate that you took this time to share with my audience the importance of growth. And we look forward to twenty eighteen. So thanks so much, ladies, for being here. Next week thanks for having us. Yes, my pleasure. Next week, we will again be talking about something interesting, something growing, some way we can support you as you make your transitions through life. Second Wind is about supporting you in those transitions, providing you with awesome people like you've heard today. So I hope you'll be happy, have a great week, and appreciate the day.
0: Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at www.joycebufordempowers.com forward slash services. Join us again in one short week for another edition of Second Wind with author and coach, Joyce Buford.